Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Whenever you're listening to this, two dudes with some balls coming at you with yet another episode for this fine Tuesday on the release date. How's it going? Nick Rose here, Jacob Booth. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. It's uh it's starting it's to get a little starting to get a little cold here in Illinois. So it's a different kind of cold than back home. So I'm kind of excited to come home next week or this weekend, I guess. But yeah, let's let's get into it. Me and you were talking a little bit about this beforehand that this week in sports was not too interesting on any means. But we still got a little things to talk about and starting with college football. And let's just dive into this podcast two days with some balls. Let's see if we can keep one to like 15 minutes. We haven't done that in a while. And that's kind of what I, when I originally started the podcast, that's what I wanted to keep this around is 15 to 20 minutes. So let's see if we can do that today. So let's just talk about the rankings, the standings as we go in to week 12. And as it's starting to get important the last couple of weeks, I think there's two weeks. If you had to create your playoff right now, the top four, who is in your top four? Uh, the one is the easy Georgia. I don't think that's up for debate. Yeah. Two. Alabama, I also don't think that's really up for debate. Three, I lean to Oregon. And then four, it's going to be either Ohio State, Michigan State, or Michigan, whoever wins the next two weeks. So You don't have, uh, you don't have Cincinnati in that? No, I just think strength of schedule, they've just been kind of lacking. I think what they need to break into that four, speed, four seed is those Big Ten teams to uh, have two losses. And then if that yeah. does happen, out, then they can snatch that four speed. But right now, no. You said it before the pod started. Why is why is it Ohio State controlling their own destiny in the Big Ten? What you, I mean, it's the most important two weeks of the season, and why is that? For those who don't know yet, uh, they got Michigan next week, and Michigan State the week after, or vice versa. So yeah, they got Michigan State coming coming up this week, then Michigan, and those right now, Michigan State is ranked on the AP poll seventh. Michigan's ranked eighth. The college football playoff comes out today as we're recording this, or comes out tomorrow, Tuesday, that you're listening to this. And last week they had Michigan above Michigan State, which was a little questionable because Michigan State beat them by three only two weeks ago. But regardless, yeah, the, the Big Ten is in a weird shape situation. Purdue, who's played spoiler all year, got their butts waxed by Ohio State. So that was good to see. And that's, that's why I think I have Ohio State in my top four. One, their only loss is to another team in the top four, so they deserve to be in the top four. And But even from that, they played Oregon in week two, and they have been so much better. They're receiving – depth is insane and uh Stroud, their quarterback has just played 10 times better since that loss I mean, but i really schedule coming up but it's it's their spot to lose and right like. they they do control and their previous success has helped them be the, the front runner in the big 10 i got georgia at number one like you said and that's no debate their defense is absolutely insane fired best defense in the nation and then I actually have Cincinnati in my top fours right now. I respect undefeated teams, and I respect undefeated teams that can beat another team that is in the top 10. And Notre Dame is sneaking back in the playoffs again, even though if you've listened to one of my first – before Booth was on the podcast, like this was – I think Notre Dame should never be allowed in the playoff again just because how bad they've done when they're in the playoff and the national championship back in 2012, I think it was, when they got steamrolled by Alabama. But I do have Cincinnati in there undefeated, beat Notre Dame, who was a playoff team last year. And I think you have to respect that until they lose. Oregon, I have at number three and number four, Ohio State. And that's solely just because Oregon beat Ohio State. And despite one slip up against Stanford on the road, Oregon's looked good enough to be the best team in the Pac-12 and outrightly so deserve a playoff spot. I don't have Alabama in my top four because I think if Alabama could be in the top four if you beat Georgia, but the way they're setting it up, and this is total SEC kind of 
thing, the way they're setting it up by putting Alabama at two and Georgia at one, if Alabama loses in the SEC championship game to Georgia, they're just going to be like, well, the rankings had them at one and two. Really, Alabama at best should be, I think, four. And because if you lose that game, if you win that, I agree if they win that game, Georgia should still be in the top four competing for the national championship. But if they lose that game, they should be bounced. And I think them being at the number two spot right now, they somehow, some way, the college football playoff, them losing as the number two seed, they're going to kick out one of those teams like Oregon or Ohio State who were a one-loss team. But we'll have to wait and see. But that's my re- reason. I'm sorry, what? Have you ever seen a two-loss team make a playoff? No, but Bama would be the first. And is it going to surprise you if that happens? Yes. Really? A two-loss team, yeah. Over if if hypothetically Ohio State, Cincinnati, and Oregon all win out. I, I dude, I. I think they just hyping up the matchup at the end of the year. For viewers. For yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I just feel like with how great Alabama does in the playoff. Obviously, they've won the most national championships in the past ten years. I just think they play that and they're going to say, oh, the Pac-12 is really weak or, you know, it's, it's more likely it'd be Oregon that gets kicked out. Just being like, oh, they're really the only good team in the Pac-12 if Oregon wins out, which you don't know. Or- Oregon actually has a really big game coming up this weekend against Utah, who's ranked 23rd in the current rankings and it's on the road. So that is a big game to watch out for as well in terms of just playoff setup. So another game. I think it'd be a huge uproar if that happened. I think yeah. the only thing that would happen if, if, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State all come out with two losses. That's the only way that would ever happen, I feel like. Yeah. Utah Utah in this game, they played Arizona, which is a struggling team, and won only by, I think, nine. Yeah. Yeah, they barely beat the one-win Arizona Wildcats with a score of 38-29. So, I, or I think Oregon's still favored to win this game. It's just on the road. It'd be interesting. But, yeah, I think that's good for college football. I think you do drive home a good point that they could just be hyping it up for the matchup, of course. But I could see some weird thing happening. The college football playoff has been – there's been some weird teams that get in and just like the four seed is always a never know until the last week. So, moving on, I, I want to – The best team always wins the national championship. So, yeah, even if they do sneak in some way, this, the best team will still find a way to win it all. Which could be Bama, though, at two losses, which is weird. Yeah. But I, I think right now, and I don't think this is a surprise to anyone, that Georgia is going to win. If, you know, Georgia's really good, and it's going to be when they play Bama, I guess, is going to matter, and we'll see. But I like Georgia so far. Their defense has been one of the most impressive college defenses I've seen in the past 10 years. So, The NBA I only want to talk about really quick, and I just want to bring up Golden State Warriors, how they're how well they're doing. Clay's on the comeback. Team basketball, the younger core pieces are coming together actually incredibly well, and then – Obviously, shout out to Stephen Curry, the best to ever do it from shooting beyond the arc with passing Ray Allen and the all-time scoring or three-point shots made. Draymond Green has actually been kind of an important factor in that. I know you give some love to Draymond. Just he has he's their assist and rebound leader with 8.7 rebounds, 7.1 assist, and Curry's doing it on the defensive end as well as the offense with 1.7 steals. I like the way this team's playing, and Clay coming back, and they lead the West right now at 11 and two. Comes some could say this was projected, especially when Clay comes back. Some could say they're off to a better start than anticipated without him. And saying how well Draymond's played this year, when it was questioned, Gary Payton, the, the second or junior, has been an impressive role player for them coming out of Oregon State. And I like this team a lot. I mean, it's not a surprise, but are they your team in the West to compete for the finals as of right now? 
I wouldn't go that far, but like you said, they did a great job quietly picking up some good young pieces. Uh, they're always going to be a factor if they got Steph shooting the ball like he is lately. Yeah. Uh, Draymond, underrated, overrated, somewhere in between. I think he's like, and this might be a very bold statement here. He, he's like the modern day Dennis Rodman with a little more scoring attribute. Just his, better, yeah. like his mentality, like his chippiness, his aggressiveness on defense, but like he's definitely nowhere near. So I want to make that on the record before you question the take. Just I just like I like the way he plays. I think he understands his role, even though he said he wanted to be more of a shooter this year in the offseason. But you know, respect to the man, right? Yeah, put some respect on his name. How about this really quick? I'll throw you in here. Is it time we rec- I recognize them a little bit? Is it time to put some respect on the Washington Wizards name? Will they finish a top four team in the East? Uh, I'm going to say no right now. Just like teams like the Bucks have been underperforming to start the year. I think right halfway through the season and near the end of the season, we're going to see teams like the Bucks kind of uh, figure it out and take the rightful spot near the top and push some of those teams like the Wizards down. Yeah, they they beat the Bucks not too many games ago. I think it was like three games ago, 101 to 94 at home, which was a very impressive win early. I don't know how much – the Bucks may have sat some people that game, but they, they beat the Celtics twice already. They did lose the Nets, so they're off to an incredible start, 10-3, and three, especially in a position that no one no one even ourselves projected. But I'm going to go they're going to be a – I think they're going to be in the upper half. I think they're going to be a top four team. So, you know, there's always that one team that you know is probably going to be a playoff team that somehow sneaks out to do better than they did, like uh, the Nuggets a few years ago end up getting the two seed. And it's like – the Blazers one year, you know, going all the way to the Western Conference. Like, they somehow these teams have a really good year and they just sneak a little home court advantage through a round or two in the playoffs. And I think this Wizards team has all the makeup to do so. They just got to stay strong for whatever it is, 69 more games or something like that. Had to sneak it in there. Anyways, let's move on to the last thing, last topic. I, th- I found it to be a very uh, kind of quiet week in the NFL, kind of boring. I know we may have talked about it a little bit ourselves. Is there anything that you want to touch up on? A lot of upsets felt like this week. I know the, the Steelers didn't technically lose, but tying to the That's an upset. Yeah. When the Lions is close to as ups, close, close to an upset as you can get. Ravens lost to the Dolphins. I mean, Seahawks losing with Wilson back really isn't an upset, but yeah. zero points. Uh, Falcons, who are a playoff team, getting blown out. Just kind of a rough week for a lot of teams in the NFL. Yeah, the Falcons losing actually keeps the NFC race for those that last playoff spot. And we're only at the halfway point, so it's no need to like really freak out yet. But them losing really keeps that that seven seed open big for a lot of teams. The Niners, the Seahawks being one of them, even the Bears or the Giants or the Washington football team and the Eagles. The Eagles, I I love this year. The the way at four and six, the way they are finding just outcomes to win. And I think they've, they've been impressive. I think Jalen Hurts is, is doing enough not to, you know, maybe to keep his job for another year or two, honestly, to maybe keep building the other pieces that Philadelphia needs that have been touched on by other analysts or even ourselves in the offseason, what they need. I really like what they're doing. The Cowboys were, did a great job this week responding to a loss, a tough loss. Dak looked incredible the way they played very well. It's unfortunate, not unfortunate, but it's interesting to see the Rams losing right now in this Monday night game that's on 24-7 in the third quarter, about just under two minutes left. And with the new additions of OBJ and Von Miller, obviously Robert Woods tearing his ACL is unfortunate, but the Niners even 
playing now with a shot to pick up pace to become four and six and even pick up pace in that NFC West. I will say the, the, the craziest thing about the Steelers tie is it's the best. It was the best outcome pretty much of the ASC North other than the Bengals being on a bye. And, and I think Tony Romo mentioned it in the, in the broadcast game. I think it was during the Falcons Cowboys game just how it's going to matter at the end of the year, what side of that tie, if it helps them or hurts them, because it's so unknown yet. But with seven seven seeds in the AFC and NFC in the playoffs, I think it helps a little bit. The Lions, on the other hand, that tie feels like a win, and it keeps you in a great spot to be the number one overall draft pick. So I like that. I think they have two first-round picks this year, which is good for them if you're rebuilding the organization. The Vikings winning was big time too, taking down the Chargers. The AFC – the NF or yeah, AFC West got totally messed up this week, which was a very interesting sight to see. Kansas City winning, Los Angeles losing, Denver losing. Puts or it was Denver, yeah, they lost, right? They weren't on a bye. They lost. They lost. I don't know my facts. I probably should look at my facts first. Maybe they were on a bye. Regardless, Kansas City is back up top right now. They lost to the Eagles. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shoot. I was talking about how great the Eagles did, and there it is. Yeah, so the Eagles winning messes that whole thing up. So Kansas City back up top. And what's crazy about Kansas City, and I talked about them, you've talked about them, just Mahomes finally had that good game, five touchdowns, second half MVP maybe. And now they're they're half a game back of the – oh, wait, never mind. Sorry, Titans still 8-2. I was going to say they're half a game back of the number one seed overall in the AFC, but I forgot the Titans are playing lights out. So good. Titans balance rate versus you. I love it. Any, anything you want to say about the NFL so far to end the podcast, essentially? Yeah. No, I think you okay. hit it. Uh, I, I think something important to watch is the NFC race. Uh, we've got two top teams losing with the Buccaneers. I guess three potentially with the Rams losing as well. The Buccaneers. Yeah. Cardinals and potentially the Rams. So that whole division is just wide open at one spot. So something to keep an eye out for uh, the next few weeks here. See what happens. Are you interested to watch the Panthers at all? Is this, is it, you know, with Cam, I'm back. You got to say it like him if you're going to say it. I'm back. I'm back. It's like me when I uh, go like 0-7 in in COD, like I've died the last seven times and I finally get a kill. I don't know. I like it. They're they're the seven seed. You're laughing a little bit. I'm they're I the seven seed right now. To watch. They're good. We gave them like we talked about them early. I mean, we mainly talked about Darnold, but like they're good. They've been hit by some serious injuries. Darnold even being hurt. Christian McCaffrey out for those. And they were a top team in the NFC before McCaffrey got hurt, correct? Yeah, I mean, the first few weeks of the season, the defense was one of the top defenses in the NFL. We've seen a few injuries, like you mentioned, J.C. Horn got injured, mm-hmm. and uh, Darnold kind of cooled off. But yeah, I think they're a team to watch. They seem to be a little streaky, but if they start clicking at the right time, you never know. I like the Niners here late. I just – I think now that that quarterback beef – not beef, but just like all that stuff with the media is – you know, it can affect a team, of course. We've seen it countless times. I think just sticking with Jimmy G at this point and just their defense is playing very well. Their offensive line, some of those injuries are getting back and will be back in the oncoming weeks. I think they're starting to find a little more consistency in their run game and some of their receivers. I, I expect them to make a good push and maybe get like a high wild card seed, especially if the Rams keep slipping, man. But we'll have to watch that one. I think uh, in the NFC is just about making the playoffs and the team can't 
come out. Yeah. And that whole division. So just yeah. making playoffs is so important. Uh, I, I agree. I like that. Any any other thing you'd love to say to our viewers? Anything else you want to touch on? No, I think we just passed the 15 minute mark. So all right, let's 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 crack let's crack this down and let's say thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. And tune in next week. Catch catch the Spotify stream. Catch the YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on TikTok. Love y'all. Thank you. See y'all. Uh...